watch Maynard casting your latest submission it was the one you told me to do yes so if you have any complaints take it up with yourself yes I didn't think you would uh, submit it because I told you to but I'm glad that you did uh, yeah well after I renamed it submit this one to Maynard and I couldn't really like I didn't I didn't you know feel particularly strongly about any of the other games so. oh good okay so it's just a combination of luck and uh uh, yeah, okay, the only one that uh, was suitable for uh, submitting, so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I feel like Florencio did a lot to carry us that game, just with a Phoenix harass and mm -hmm. Void Ray sure did. And... Certainly did more than I thought he did in the thing. I just thought they were super passive. Nope, turns out he supply blocked a Zerg from, like, 70 to 20 supply. <laughs> yeah, and that's, man, he's so right. Maynard says it's so dangerous if somebody goes mass Phoenix in a team game because they can mm -hmm. afford to do it. They don't have to have a ground army. They just can go out there with all the Phoenix in the world and supply block a Zerg into oblivion. Because even mm -hmm. if you have five or six poor crawlers, they're like, eh, whatever, we'll lose a couple Phoenix in exchange for all of your overlords. <laughs> yeah, yep. and yeah, that's what yeah. he did. It's I, like, on, but I, having been on the receiving end of that, I hate it so much. It's so strong. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear a fun story? Like moving on from Starcraft. Yeah, go ahead. About what I did, what I did this morning. Yes, I do. By this morning, was it your morning or like regular people's morning? What's the difference? Well, you get up at like two in the morning, so. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like you're calling me not regular people. I'm like, I'm a regular person. I'm a human being. <laughs> you're on a weird sleep <laughs> schedule. That's all I'm saying. No, okay, okay. It was regular people's morning, so okay. like eight a.m. Yeah. Um. Uh, about a week ago, do you remember me telling you, like, oh, I, I got this new bike, and it has a recall on it. Like, I got to take it in and get the brakes looked at. Yeah, and I was like, is it going to murder you? And you're like, probably not. <laughs> probably not. I'll keep riding it no matter what. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I took it in this morning because they open at 9. I'm like, I take it in earlier. I can just leave, come back for the podcast, then go pick it up. I, I get there, and I'm like, you know what? My dad's work is, like, literally around the corner, walking distance. I walk around, see him. And I'll, on the way there, I... You know, I get a phone call, but I, I apparently didn't notice because it went to voicemail. And I figured it was just my dad telling me, like, to come and meet him wherever at his work. Because uh, he works all over the place. And I get there, and I'm like, oh, did you send me a voicemail? Because I, I called him, but he didn't pick up. But that's the only reason I'd call his work phone. Um, I'm like, no, he's like, no, I didn't. And I, I play it. I'm like, oh, okay. And it's it's Harley. They're telling me to call them to call them back. I was like, hey, you just dropped off a bike but we need you to call him back. I'm like, did I forget to give him the keys or something? I don't know. Wait, so they, they called your dad? No, no, they called me. They called me and left a voicemail. But my, when I get a voicemail, it doesn't tell me who sent it. It sends, it gives a number, but it doesn't have, like, even if that number is associated with a contact, it doesn't say the name, and I don't recognize anyone's numbers. Well, that's broken. All right. Anyway, right. got it. Yeah. And I thought it was my dad because I called him, but he didn't pick up. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll listen to it. And they wanted me to call them back. So I did. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just dropped off a bike. And they're like, oh, yeah, um, this isn't the right bike. I'm like, it's the what? only Harley I own. Yeah. And like, no, did you own a Street 500 at any point? I'm like, yeah, eight months ago. And like, oh, do you still own it? I'm like, no, I got written off. And it's like, oh, the recall was for that bike. We didn't update our system <laughs> to say you don't have it anymore. 
but this is uh okay good job them yeah yeah so i i you know got out of my comfy chair at at 7 30 or something not 7 30 8 30 in the morning to go for a ride in the chilly winter wind uh east towards the rising sun so i was blind cold <laughs> and then i get there and i'm like no you you don't yeah you can just go home you have your bike's fine I mean, I guess that's better than, like, your bike is a lost cause for some reason. Yes, definitely. But, I mean, insurance. Like, it's newer. If it was a lost cause, I would have gotten a new one anyway. True. But it would have been more hassle, right? Probably. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, that sucks. That's a total waste of your time. I have a similar story, actually, strangely enough. You bought a motorbike? No. So I got a new water heater. Oh, yeah? And I got a call from someone who left a voicemail and was like, hey, hope everything's good with your water heater. We might call you later with a survey you can do if you want. And I was like, no. Uh, <laughs> but then somebody called later, and I thought this was the survey call. But this lady was like, I need you to, we need you to come back in to just sign this one thing to finish up the paperwork. And I was like, that's weird because I feel like I signed stuff already, and why would there be more? Maybe like a post install to like say that everything looks good, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. Has I was it like, since fallen apart? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm like, all right, so um, can I come in like Monday morning? And like, yeah, that's sure. Not, not a huge rush on this. So I put it on my calendar and I go in this morning and I'm like, hey, I'm here to sign some additional paperwork related to my install. And they're like, um, the guy I talked to is like, what? That doesn't sound like something we ever need, but uh, hold on. So he like calls somebody from that department and that person's like, yeah, we don't do that. I don't know why he's here. And I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. I'm glad I drove 15 minutes to come in at 9 a.m. on a morning when I'm off from work so that you can tell me I didn't actually need to come in. Beautiful. So who called and asked you to come in then? I don't know. Her name was Emma. Like, I have her name because I wrote it down. And they're like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> There's Somebody no Emma that works me. at this company. I know, right? It was a ghost. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, pff, I honestly don't know what happened. It was the weirdest thing. That is very strange. So I checked. Like, I just ran it by them one more time like i signed these two things is there anything else you need they're like no definitely not is everything okay and i'm like yeah the water heater's working great my boy <laughs> wanted to like test how much hot water was in it so he like ran the shower for an hour and a half and never ran out so that was good that's yeah okay yeah i mean the, the... children yeah for science we should yeah. know we should I... know I mean, even though it's a 50-gallon water heater, it's the exact same size as our old one. <laughs> like, it really shouldn't be any different at all, but, you know. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, to find out how much hot water is in it, if you said 50 gallons, you should, like, I imagine even a child would be like, oh, there's that much in there, right? Like, if you told me this. 50 liters, I'd be like, okay, there's 50 liters of hot water. I understand what that means. Well, but sure, there's a practical aspect to it, too. Like, like how many people can take a 20-minute shower, like, in a row before it runs out? You know what I mean? Because I have I, thought I about mean, this. Chill. I'm like, so, what if, you know, I've got three kids here. When they all want showers in the morning because they're all in middle school and high school. And, like, I take a shower, too. I mean, is that going to be enough where the last person doesn't get any hot water? Right? I don't Do- know. I've lived in a house like that before. I mean, sure, but if it's the same size as the last one, you expect you didn't have any problems with it then. Why would you have problems with it now? Well, cut right. We wouldn't. It'd just be for science. It's not necessarily comparing right. to the old one. It's just also, what are we? What do we have here? Do you guys all shower in the morning? 
Uh, well, no, not now. Definitely not. We definitely give the kids like baths and showers at nighttime, but there will be okay. a point where everybody will be on the same morning schedule. Okay, because I like all all through going to school, I never showered in the morning. I just did it when I got home from school because I wanted to sleep clean. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also because like, uh, I mean, working the way I do now, it's also way more convenient not to shower at like eleven p.m. and wake people up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've just kept I've just kept doing that. I'm like I'm never clean early in the morning except for my days off. On my days off, I got up at four o'clock, and by like six, I was in the shower. When after people, other people had gotten up. Yeah, gotcha. And okay. Actually, I think I think that's like at the moment a, a part like part of it is just I want warm water. It's cold. I want warm water all over me. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I want to not be cold for a little bit. Yeah, that's the best. Hot like hot showers in the winter are fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. yeah. Yeah. But then you have to get out and you get sad. So. Well, I mean, sh- yeah, but you could stay in there a while if you have a 50-gallon water heater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how big that one is. Uh. <laughs> um, what is the ratio? What is the conversion into non-freedom units? <laughs> that is a good question. Gallons to liters. It's about three gallons, uh, about four gallons per liter. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah, one gallon is about four liters. Exactly. Right, right. That's it. Okay, so it's like a a 200 liter water tank. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Good yep. stuff. Amazing yep. stuff. I, I, don't, I don't know how big the tank is here, so I couldn't tell you. Nope. Totally fine. There's a thing, uh, like a tankless hot water thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, like you've heard of those? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of those. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I've always kind of wanted to get one because I think that sounds cool. But then everyone I've talked to who's actually had one has replaced it with a regular water heater tank uh, within like a year. Like there are always problems with it. It was working. It was great. But something would always break. Like the year that I had it, you know, most of the Mm. time it was on the fritz. So I don't know if that's like a a flaw with the underlying technology or just that particular brand was garbage. But I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, fair enough. <laughs> so, guess what I've been watching? Um, the I don't know what. Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. how is it? I like Stranger Things. I really do. Season three so far has been really good. Uh, you worry every time there's a new season of a show that it's gonna start to fall off. You know, at least I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's been good. It's just season two had that whole thing at the end where like Steve ends up being the unofficial babysitters for all the kids or babysitter for all the kids. And uh, they continue that on. Let's just say that in season three, like he's got this like really close tight relationship with these, uh, you know, middle school kids and he's in high school. And then everybody else is like, what the heck are you doing, man? He's like, shut up. (laughs) I think we almost all died (laughs) together. We're tight. (laughs) (laughs) So that's nice. I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they still have the like, upside down creepiness factor going i was kind of worried they'd move away from that but they're doing it right i'm enjoying it uh by the time you hear this i'll probably be done with it which is nice it's only mm. oh, what are, 12 episodes it's one of those uh 12 hour I long mean, episode seasons yeah I, i'm already done with it i haven't even started to or even eight <laughs> i know you hate popular things i understand I don't hate popular things. <laughs> That's a gross mischaracterization. Probably. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I tried watching the first one and I was like, oh, it's like set in the past where, you know, things were boring. 
Our, oh man, the eighties. Mm, so good. I, okay, okay. Uh, so I think hey, I think that was it. People, everyone who talked to me about it, or I listened to talked about it, talked about it as being like having a really authentic eighties feel, and like nostalgia really kicked in for them. And I'm like, I don't care about any of that. So I watched it expecting not to care about it, and just uh, fell asleep in the first episode and never went back to it. So. Oh, all right, it's fine. I'm not going to tell you to watch it. I'm saving my make Somicron watch things ticket for different stuff. Uh, but it's good. It's good. Do you think that ticket's valid for anything? Do you really think you can... There is stuff uh, that I will badger you incessantly until you watch. This is not one of them. That's all I'm saying. Like what? What is one of them? Uh, Last of Us. That's not a movie. That's not like a TV show or movie. It's That's a, a game. It's a thing. Come on. It's a game. It doesn't count. No. TV show or movie. Mm, I don't know if there's anything on the list right now. I think every okay. like uh, I forget about One Punch Man. You've watched One Punch Man? I have not seen season two because it's not out in English, but right. I have seen One Punch Man. Yeah. Okay, so that's not on the list because you're watching it anyway. Yeah. Mm, Serenity. Come on, you think I haven't seen Serenity? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think there's anything on the list. I'm thinking of what would be on the list, and I'm just going oh, through stuff yeah. right now. Yeah. Serenity would, should definitely be on everyone's list. Yes. And I love that movie. All right. Uh, I think that, uh, yeah, like I said, I tr- the list is short. I keep it for emergencies. And I just don't think Stranger Things is an emergency. That's all. It's good. Fair it's enough. It's not like Fair the enough. best thing of all time. Fair enough. Yes. I thought so. Hmm. Hmm. It is weird, though, to watch it in the summertime because sure. the first two seasons totally came out like during Halloween, and it was awesome because it was atmospheric, like kind of spooky stuff going on, and it just made sense for the time of year in the United States, but they're like, let's release this one on the 4th of July week, and it's like, but that's it's sunny outside. I can't get as scared if there's sun all the time outside. You could watch it at night. True. Could do still all warm and like the air conditioner is running it's just a different vibe that's all sure yeah i can see that i mean i don't think i mean i i definitely think uh like film studios and stuff plan their releases yeah uh i i don't think weather is usually a big one with those things like determining factors no well time of year yeah I mean, yeah, time of year, but I don't think at the time of year in relation to the weather. They're not like, well, we want to make sure it goes out when it's cold. I think they were like, we want an October release, not a we want a cold release. Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, Halloween time is Halloween time. Even if it right. is a, like unseasonably warm, it's still Halloween time, you know, atmospherically. Well, yeah, but if, you're, but if your point was that it was better because of you know, you didn't have, like, the air conditioning running, then the weather is important about Halloween because you wouldn't have the air con or whatever. That's a good point. It would be different if it came out on Halloween and the air conditioning was running. It's a fair fair argument. Yeah. Well pointed out. So, yeah, that's been good. Uh, <laughs> man, what else? One Punch Man Season 2 ended. And, oh, it was so funny. So I know how my little brother's way into it now. Uh, he's been He watched Season 2 live uh, as mm-hmm. they came out. And the other day he was like, man, that last episode was so good. And I talked to him about it. And I, like through the conversation, I was just like, hey, man, I really hope it's not. We don't have to wait very long for the next season. He's like, wait, what? Next season? This is only like episode 10. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how 
That's how a lot of TV is these days, little brother. Especially mm -hmm. ones related to manga, so. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, kind of gotten bored of the animes I was watching, so I haven't been able to watch, like, pick up anything good. Hmm. Uh, I did the Microsoft Store, because everything's on the Microsoft Store. It's currently anime month, and so there's sales and discounts for buying anime. Cool, cool, yep. I picked up the most recent Dragon Ball Z movie. Well, Dragon Ball Super, the movie. It's a retelling of the Broly story. Uh, if anyone knows Broly from Dragon Ball Z. And I swear to God, it is the most boring movie. <laughs> I have watched in, like, a while. More or less boring than Stranger Things? More, because I, I remember I remember liking Dragon Ball Z, and this was bad. <laughs> it, it just, like, that compounds it. It had a higher bar to clear, and it failed miserably. Yes. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z is, like, it's one of my super blind spots in pop culture. I know nothing about Dragon Ball Z at all. I just have nothing? no patience. No! I have no patience for anything that has 3,000 episodes. I'm just, I don't have time for that. I'm sorry. It could be the best thing ever. I don't have time for it. And I never, could, ever will. You could watch it with your kids. Ugh, nope. I, I, they might have time for it. I don't have time for it. I got a channel to yeah. run, man. Seven fourteen. There's uh, 16 movies on the Microsoft Store you could buy. Uh-huh. Uh, there's seven seasons of Dragon Ball Super. Plus, I think, nine seasons of Dragon Ball Z you could watch. And how you, many you episodes me, per season? Uh, 60, I think. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm taking it. What is I, the I think math? it's like 24. I think, I think it's 24. I think it's 24. Let me find 24 it. 24 is reasonable. Are you sure it's reasonable? Y yeah. Oh. Um, also, uh, Microsoft, please update to f uh, your search parameters to include Dragon Ball Z under anime. Yes, please. Um, for some reason, it's under animation. It's it is. In those nine seasons. I mean, yeah, it's I not animated. Like I don't, I don't know well, what we're complaining I, about here. Anime and animation are two different subgenres of film. Yeah, both animated. So. Oh, okay. Thirty-nine episodes per season. <gasps> okay, let's do the math. Let's do the That's edition. Three hundred ninety minus thirty-eight or thirty-nine. So. 351. Woo! 350. It's a lot of episodes of TV. Plus times movies. 24 minutes. Yeah. Per episode to work out the time. So give me a second. I actually need my calculator for that one. <laughs> That's 8,400 minutes. Divided by 60 gives you the hours. It's 140 hours. Cool. Divided by 24. 5.8 days of viewing. Yeah, no. Nope. 5.8 days if you never sleep. And that's that's yeah, and that's not that's Dragon Ball Z. There's still uh, Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Super as well. Yeah, see that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> my concern about getting sucked into the Dragon Ball hole is that there's so much garbage, so much of it. Uh, I mean, I it's not fair to call it garbage, but there's so much. There is a lot of garbage, which is why there's actually another um, there's another version of Dragon Ball Z called Dragon Ball Kai or Z Kai, I think. All right. Um, and it's essentially Dragon Ball Z, but without all the bullshit. Like they cut all of it out, Dang. and it breaks it breaks it down from like one season is nearly forty episodes to like twelve. They get rid of all the powering up. 
Yeah, the four episode. Ah! <laughs> yeah. See, that is the most like lingering impression I have about Dragon Ball Z is the ah! <laughs> for forty nine episodes in a row. It's like, look, guys, we get it. You're powering up. Mm. Well, here's the thing: the powering up used to make sense because you needed to power up for big attacks and like get that one critical hit on the bad guys. Now, what Dragon Ball Z is or Dragon Ball is is transformations so it was like this massive thing when goku went super saiyan because yes. it was like this legendary thing that nobody's ever seen oh my god this is why frieza destroyed the whole planet because he was afraid of something like this and now in the dragon ball z movie i just watched probably goku literally goes from super saiyan to super saiyan 2 to super saiyan red hair to super saiyan blue hair and the guy that isn't Super Saiyan, Broly, is still keeping up with him. It's like, what exactly is the power conversion here? Where he can come into a, 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 like a title that is Super Saiyan Legendary Super Saiyan God. And still keep up with this guy. Like, the, the other guy's fine. It's like, oh, it's Broly. Yeah, I get it. It's Broly. He's very powerful. But wh what is the point of Goku's hair changes if it's not a massive increase in power? <laughs> I don't know, man. I hate TV shows that have a system of power and just have no rules associated with it. Or don't follow their own rules. I don't know. They mm -hmm. don't know what it is, so there's no, there's nothing to figure out. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's even more annoying because there's actually Super Saiyan 3, but Goku skips it in favor of going to Super Saiyan God. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. As you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> he actually demonstrates it in one of the other movies, uh, which weren't as bad. Still kind of eh. Yeah. But um, basically, like, a god comes down, and he's like, I wish to try and fight you. And he goes Super Saiyan 3, and it's where his hair goes from, like, spiky to all down his back. And he's like, I normally don't use this. It uses too much power. He's a Stegosaurus. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. And it's like, oh, my God. I wish this meant something, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It's power mm. creep, man. Power creep ruins story. Mm -hmm. Got to be very careful with it. Yeah. Hey, you know what we're supposed to talk about in this episode? I remembered. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed we were. We still have time. Yeah, we still have loads of time. Excellent. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes we get to talking about movies and it goes, like, long. So mm. that's that's a thing that's happened. That's more of an Avengers film, which I guess technically this is an Avengers film because Spider-Man's an Avenger, but... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, overall impressions. Did you enjoy Spider-Man Far From Home? Two thumbs up. Two movie. thumbs up. Yes, me too. I had a lot of fun with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, any complaints? I don't like the shapeshifter guys. The scrolls. The scrolls. Uh, it's not that I don't like them. I think especially the um, the main dude. He's funny. He's a fun character. Talos. Talos. Yeah. Yep. Good thing you're here. <laughs> um, I like him, but just... Anytime that you have Mission Impossible style indistinguishable masks and anybody can be anybody, it just ruins the whole stupid universe. Anytime you look now, if I look at anybody from this point, I'll be like, is that a scroll? Like, is this well, actually Nick Fury? Is this actually Peter Parker? Is this actually, you know what I mean? It sucks. I mean, kind of, but I mean, Mysterio was kind of, was entirely capable of that the entire movie. He could easily have just put on a, like a different kind of cg suit you don't need scrolls to shapeshift to do it like the shapeshifter even makes a joke about it and he's like it's embarrassing as a shapeshifter that i couldn't tell he was shifting right <laughs> that he wasn't real oh that mysterio wasn't real yeah yeah i gotcha so I so i i i don't think 
the scrolls are a huge problem because even if they it's are, already a they huge say, problem. Well, <laughs> is that what you're telling sure. me? Sure, <laughs> why not? I, I was, just, I just don't think it matters. Like, okay, I'm I, just saying it I, bothers I, me every time. Uh, okay, it bothers you, but I mean, this is literally the first time in like 25 films that it's ever come up as an issue. Yeah, well, I mean, Captain Marvel had it too, right? Right, but but it was it was kind of a plot point there. This was like the post credit scene. Yeah, this up. was just like, uh, hey, guess what? The Nick Fury you thought was Nick Fury, not actually Nick Fury. Ha ha ha. It's right, like, but hmm. there was also. There's also some stuff that happened in the movie that, like, hints at it as well. Hints at him being not Nick Fury? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so when... After Nick Fury uh, tranks Ned and they go to, like, Venice Underground, right? Yeah. yeah. And he meets Beck. He, he, Nick Fury describes Quentin Beck as, he's from Earth, but not your Earth. Yeah. Right? Instead, instead of not our Earth, it's yours, because he's not from Earth. Oh, I mean, I right? Cut. Hmm. I don't. Uh, sure. I mean, that's a slight nod, but that absolutely could be interpreted to just mean. I'm talking to you. It's your experience that matters here, not mine. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, I could, but I, I don't think because I caught I that. I I figured that I knew that he said that, and I recognize he said that instead of our Earth, but it did not make me suspicious at all. Right, but. Literally the same scene, Spider-Man goes, oh, what about, like, Doctor Strange or Thor or Captain Marvel? And he goes, don't invoke her name with me. Yeah. He clearly gets annoyed at the name of Captain Marvel. Or, again, how I interpreted that is to mean that Fury, like, really respects her a lot and borderline worships her as the first hero that he ever found, right? And she's incredibly strong. No, because I... That like he would like if he was like I'm like this is clearly the best hero ever he would have been calling her in for like Avengers one, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, basically yes. We almost had if, if, New York City if wiped Nick off Fury, the face of the earth. Yeah, if Nick Fury had a problem, he would have like that he didn't think the uh, other Avengers could handle. He would have been calling her back. Yeah, and that's a problem yeah. with the whole MCU is like you had her in your back pocket the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, Nick Fury didn't need her, so no. he just trusted the team. Yeah. And honestly, didn't really need her all that much in Endgame either. Like, she didn't do a whole ton. Anyway, I mean, she uh, wiped out she wiped out Thanos's big old chip. That was awesome. That was really helpful. That was great. <laughs> I take it I, back. That prob- was really necessary. The, <laughs> the problem is when Nick calls her is in the past, and she doesn't get there in time. Is the is the issue? Right, for her to make an actual difference in like end game and Infinity War, she doesn't actually get there in time because this, she actually gets called after the snap. Right, so she doesn't seem useful, and then when she gets there, the best thing she can do is revenge, and then they do that, and then they kind of go away. Right. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, she's yeah. very useful, but she's four hundred light years away, and it takes yeah. her some time to get there. So, like, yes, these whole world-threatening events don't usually take that long to get moving. It's like it shows up <laughs> and it's here. Yeah, <laughs> and then you call Captain Marvel, and she gets here after it's over. Maybe they did that yeah. a couple times. Maybe, maybe Fury totally did that two or three times back in the '90s, and she was like, "I keep getting here too late." Just like, look, man, <laughs> you have to factor in like a 90-day waiting period for me to actually show up at Earth. So next time, <laughs> keep that in mind. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah, 
because it's a pager. It's not like he can call her and say, hey, everything's cool. Like, head back to where you were, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, true fact. <laughs> if only they had a way to do two-way communication. Hmm. Well, you see that at the post credit scene in this. The Talos calls Nick Fury with the phone. Two-way communication. They well, finally but... upgraded. Like, oh, yes. Nick Fury can now contact people in space with a cell phone. Yeah. But, I mean, in orbit, right? Was he elsewhere? I I, he, I don't think he was in orbit of Earth. I think he was really? elsewhere. I really well, get the impression Nick Fury cares about protecting Earth and everybody else can, like, choke on it. He doesn't care. Well, here's the th- he, they said he was on a mission. Like, you know you're on a mission, but you got to come back, right? Hmm. I don't yeah. think he goes up to just, like, the ISS for a vacation. Like, if he wanted to sit in the sand and look out at the waves, right, he could do that on Earth. I don't think he'd be, there, like, doing that in orbit. He's somewhere. Sure, but I don't know that he'd be, like to be on an actual beach. There's too many people there, and there's probably children around. He doesn't like children. He, he, can, he can get a private beach. This is Nick Fury. Second... Uh, with the amount of drones that came out of the stock industries, uh, <laughs> satellite satellites, there's no way Nick Fury in orbit wouldn't have noticed that. <laughs> That's a good point. I was thinking about that because I thought he was in orbit of Earth, and I'm like, why didn't he intervene when all of a sudden 800 death uh, drones came out of that satellite at once? Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. Anyway, back to Spider Man's. Back to the Spider Man's. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, all right. So there are a couple things. I like to do this. I like to watch the trailers for stuff after I've already seen it, especially if I have the thing anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. So interestingly enough, they originally, the scene where Spider-Man is at the charity event with his Aunt May, mm-hmm. he's wearing the iron spider suit in the final version of the movie. Mm-hmm. But they initially shot it with him just wearing the regular like fabric suit. Oh, really? Yeah. And then at some point it was decided that he should be wearing the Iron Spider suit instead, which I thought was weird. Is it possible that trailer came out before Infinity War? I don't know. That would be strange. That seems mm -hmm. way too long ago. Not before Infinity War, no. No. So they're trying to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're trying to hide the idea that he still has the Iron Man suit. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Depend. Depends on when it comes out, but that is weird that they would uh, switch from just because I I don't think the suit in that scene matters. Like I the do. only advantage, I get what you're saying. Really, like he doesn't need the capabilities of the Aaron Spider suit, right? Not in that particular moment, no. No, but it's weird to me because he's in New York. These are New York City people who know Spider-Man as their hero, right? This isn't Thor. Yeah. This isn't Hulk. This is Spider-Man. He's theirs. And he's wearing mm. a different suit than he normally is. Why? Like, why would you do that to the people who know you as regular Spider-Man? You know? Hmm. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is a little weird. Uh, especially, I, I think maybe it's like, uh, he's reinf- like they're trying to reinforce his connection with Iron Man in that scene. Because that's what they're all asking him about. Like, are you going to be the next Iron Man? And he's wearing an Iron suit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. that's what they're going for, but it is a little strange that he's at a neighborhood thing and he's not wearing his neighborhood suit. Yeah, it just felt off to me. The whole time he was wearing it, I was like, is he here to murder people? Why is he wearing the Iron Spider suit? It's like an assassination mm. suit that impales enemies on the ends of iron like spikes, man. That's what it does. Mm. There's also that scene from the trailer where he takes out the dudes in the restaurant and the cops show up. Mm-hmm. Entirely not in the, not in the final movie. Yeah, very weird. Yeah. 
a, a bit weird, but also it would have been really unnecessary. Like, it, yeah. I think it's it was like fun we know for the trailer, but it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So anyway, there's just some stuff they changed, which it's fine. MCU, they like doing that stuff. They like uh, changing stuff from the trailer to the end, end movie. Mm. Uh, what other things? Um, did, I, oh, go ahead. Did you know who Mysterio was before this? Yeah, because I watched the, okay. there was a Spider-Man on Fox back when I was a kid after school. Okay. Watch okay. a bunch of those. Mysterio sucks, man. <laughs> He's not a good hero or not a good supervillain, <laughs> rather. Not a I good mean, hero either. I, no, no, he's definitely not a good hero. I think he's a perfectly fine and capable hero in this movie. Yeah. But I've definitely seen some like stuff where he's just like kind of bland. He's, and, like, he's basically like a street magician in a lot of the yeah. comic iterations. And it's like, why does he even exist? This was good. <laughs> this He was threatening. He was dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That, that he, whole scene where he's got Parker in the office building and he's just screwing with him. That was fantastic. That was really good. Really well done. Yeah, that that is my favorite visual scene from that entire movie. Yeah. Just so cool. And then yeah. he backs him into a train. So that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is a kind of like, why is he taking the time to mess with Spider-Man here? Is it... Just so he buys he, it that he's Nick Fury when he asks for who else has information? I don't know. I mean, are villains capable of not screwing with the hero? I'm sure. I mean, name I mean, a supervillain that is capable of just removing the hero instead of gloating about it or playing with them like their food. You know? Thanos. Thanos. I Thanos guess. kind of went up to Vision and was like, that's my stone. True. But he yeah. monologues while he does his stuff. He's not exactly point <laughs> A to point B. <laughs> no, no, okay. He, I think it's a little unfair. Thanos is a bit more of a character than most villains are. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, I. I'm just saying, supervillains have the impulse to take their time with anything yeah, to I do mean, with killing the hero or getting rid of him. Yeah, and I guess, like, the theatrics are very important with this guy. Yeah. Uh, so, the visuals. Yeah. And I mean, it got, it got Spider Man to get hit by a train, so. Yeah. <laughs> I think he figured he was okay. At the, at the end of the movie, my boy was like, so what are Spider-Man's powers? Like, he's strong and, like, he's kind of fast, I guess, but he's just got web shooters. And, like, he can also get hit by a train and not die. And he's like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just resistance. Like, he gets hit yeah. by the train, but he more, like, pushes off it and then hangs on. Uh, I know. But, like, him. literally any normal human gets flattened by the train and just dies, right? Yeah. 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 But that's it. Every hero has a base level of, like, toughness to them where they can take a serious beating and not die. It's just baseline. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, even in One yeah. Punch Man, there's a child emperor who literally looks like an eight-year-old boy. And his power is just he's really smart and he uses technology and stuff to defeat enemies. But at the same time, he also has a baseline level of can get punched in the face by a, like, monster and not die. So Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just ever they all have it, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but back to the Nick Fury thing. Where um, he's like, who else did you tell? I'm like, that is the biggest red flag in the history of movies and television. If anybody ever asks you who else knows about this, they're bad and they're involved and they want to know who else knows about this so they can kill them. And the fact Mm -hmm. that Parker's just like, oh, sure, let me just tell you everybody else. It's like, come on, man. Be smart. (laughs) I guess you're 16, but seriously, you've seen movies. You've talked about seeing aliens. Hmm... Hmm. I don't know. I feel like 
in that scene, it's totally like understandable. Peter, uh, Spider-Man would think that that's actually Nick Fury. Yeah, no, I'm like, for he, sure. I get that, but you've just run into somebody who has the ability to create illusions, and you yeah, can't. Yeah, he thinks be, he just got out of it, and you can't be quite sure that anybody you see from this point on is an illusion or not. And right. if somebody asks who else knows about this, that's where you go nuts about it. And you're like, uh, mm, let me think about this a little bit. I mean, maybe. Uh, I, I, I mean, sure. But I think uh, that without him like messing up there, it really doesn't sell his paranoia later in the film about whether or not that's actually happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Which gives us the great... Uh, joke the backstory <laughs> yeah <laughs> the adult film that uh, spider-man watched in berlin that was so good happy it was good in this movie it was great how oh, happy was amazing i love the scene mm. where peter sits down sits the both of them down he's like all right what's going on are you dating and happy's like yes yeah. she's like ah. he's like no <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so good. Anyway, mm. it's great. Good, good, funny things in these movies. I like the Spider-Man ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I so, uh, was a little bit annoyed that we jumped right into Peter Parker's in love with Mary Jane. Now it's like we, uh, hang on. Last time we checked, she was weird, and he was really put <laughs> off by her. Where on and earth she, did he this was in change? Love with this other woman. Yeah, <laughs> and she was cool. There's nothing wrong with her except that her dad was the vulture, and she like moved upstate or something. That's true. But like even then, like how I'd like to know, like what on earth she did, to, or why he loves her so much. It's very strange. It came out of left field. Is all I'm saying. Mm, yeah, we need like another movie that takes place in that eight months. So. Or like a twenty minute episode of something. Like I just, yeah, I don't know. It's strange. I, I what I mm. think happened was the writer said we don't know how to do this. We really established the fact that she's a weirdo, and mm-hmm. he doesn't know what to make of her. But We'd like her to be the love interest, so how do we get there? Like, I don't know. Let's just skip to that point. Okay, done. I'm just saying, why did he latch on to weirdo is what I'm saying. Because she's not weird. She's just a little bit different. She's still cool. I, she's more cool in this movie than she is in the first one. Maybe she's... I don't know. Only because she has a bigger role. Because she's not competing for love interest. I guess. I guess that's fair. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch Homecoming. And decide if she's significantly different because I feel like she is. Well, I mean, in well, of course she is because in the, like the big reveal in Homecoming is that that's MJ. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's and like nobody the, sees yeah. it coming because what? Yeah. Yeah, because MJ's never been like pathological truth teller. Nope. <laughs> yeah. No, she's like dating the quarterback, MJ. Yeah. Yeah. She always was. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, I thought she was great. Um. The actress who plays her just simply goes by Zendaya, mm-hmm. which, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. There aren't there are many people yeah. that can get credited in a film just with one name is all I'm saying. Um, I think there's plenty of people that go by, is it called like mononisms or something? Yeah, something like that. Mononisms uh, are... One name, oh, one word names is what I should Mononymous. Yeah person who is addressed by a single name or mononym right there's probably a plenty of people with them show me the list 
Oh, there's a big list. There's a gallery, actually. There's actually mm. not that many people in this gallery here. I'll look at you. Is it the one? Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, a um, lot of these are like philosophers and artists from the Renaissance and stuff and ancient Greeks like Homer. Right. Cleopatra. So, let's see modern people. Yeah, there's Zendaya. Omarosa, Eminem. Mm -hmm. Adele, Rihanna, uh, Beyonce, Asha. Brandy, Bjork, Madonna, mm -hmm. Prince, Sting. So, I mean, we're going back... Yeah. 70 I mean, years and there are 12 people who've ever pulled this off that's amazing uh that's no that's 12 people uh who speak english who pulled this off i guarantee you <laughs> that there are more people than that because just as a fun fact uh i found uh there's a korean k-pop group called twice and there's nine girls in it who all have mono names hmm okay. they all go by it like, because Eminem's name is Marshall Mathers. Yeah. But, well, that, no. but he goes by Eminem. So there's lots of people that do I do it. I'm Summer One name. No, no, no. No, no, I get it. No, Zendaya has, she has a full name too. I'm just saying to be able to be credited in a major motion picture as your one name is not something I, that you see very often. And look, this, in, this includes not... a lot of people from Hollywood don't do that, right? Like if more people from Hollywood do it, I think it's very easy to have it done. Just people just don't do it. Hmm. I just this list does include like non English speaking people, like Pele is on this. Mm hmm. Uh a bunch of people I don't recognize. I don't know these names. So I think I don't know. This it feels also has a list of people with one word stage names, which is significantly bigger. What? Somebody's stage name is Alan? You can't just have Alan. These are regular <laughs> names. <laughs> Charlene. <laughs> what? Dave? Who got the name Dave? <laughs> Whoever is on there under Dave. I guess. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Maybe it's not as weird as I thought. Just thought it was weird. That's all. Because yep. we watched the credits because we were waiting for the mid-credit scene mm -hmm. and the end-credit scene because you know how they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you have to. Yeah. yeah. I, do you know what I hate? Mm. I hate it when, like, the movie, like, people run the theater, come on, like, they're standing down there waiting for everyone to leave. I'm like, stop looking at me while I'm watching the credits. Could you pl please stop that? Uh, <laughs> it makes me really uncomfortable when they're just standing there like, you can, you, do, you, do you guys maybe want to leave now? Skip the credit scene? I don't know. Yeah, that sounds terrible. They sure don't do that at my theater. I mean, they don't ask. They just look and imply. Hmm. You know, All right. It's strange and annoying. Yeah, for and sure. They also... They also like were like, uh, in Endgame, they were like, there is no post-credit scene. You can just go. So some people got up and left. And I was like, no, I want to hear that hammer. Yeah. I want to hear the dink, dink, dink. It's, yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyway. No bueno. No, no bueno for sure. Hmm. Mm. Let's see what else. Oh, oh, oh. I love the part, too, where uh, Parker's like, I can't be Spider-Man here, especially after Washington, D.C. If I'm Spider-Man <laughs> where my high school class is, again, in Europe, people are going to figure mm -hmm. this out. And I'm like, that is a fair point, Peter Parker. Well done. Uh, and then their answer is, we're going to make you an all-black suit. And you're still going to use your webs. And nobody will know it's you. No siree. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. Yep. And no Peter's one, no like, put two, two together. you're absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. Right you are. This will totally and then, work. And then it totally doesn't then, like, work. The first person he runs into is like, is that Spider-Man? Yes! 
Because who else swings around with webs and is about that size? Night monkey. Night <laughs> Night monkey. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was annoying. Uh, yeah, just real quick. I think, uh, my housemate's having some guy come around and, like, wash his bike or something. Hmm. So I think he just turned up and I gotta, like, let him in around the back. So I might be okay. two minutes. Entertain the people without me. Oh, man, there's so much pressure. There's, what? Oh, okay. Uh, there is a post credit scene in the Spider-Man. I would say spoilers, but we've already spoiled the whole movie, I think, already at this point. Um. But yeah I did think it was interesting Talking about what we just talked about now With secret identity being ruined and stuff Was that uh, He's so worried about losing his secret identity And having that spoiled for the whole world And then instantly He loses it Like in the end credits Ten minutes later So that was uh, something to maybe not worry about uh, But yeah I mean honestly this should happen more often I feel like supervillains become privy to the secret identities of heroes More often than the average person anyway. And uh, I just uh, feel like this should happen more often with people where the villain is defeated, but like his last stroke against the hero is to just ruin his secret identity. Okay. Uh, so I had totally heard a car pull into the driveway. There was a car. So now I feel stupid. Whoa. Hallucinating sounds. Sure am. But it also probably has something to do with the fact that about half an hour ago, my mate sent me a text message being like, oh yeah, that guy said he'd be there in 20 minutes. Ah. And... So I'm looking out. I'm looking for sound. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Also, but were you talking about uh, the uh, post-credit scene? Yep. I. I okay. Um, I mean, I wanted something for the post-credits. Yeah. I, I figured we'd probably talk about that post-credit scene. Oh, I thought you said that as you were leaving. I thought you wanted me to talk about no. the post-credit scene. No, I, I said give me something to use as the post-credit scene. Oh, that didn't work at all. I just, ex I just explained that um, it was kind of interesting that Parker's so worried about losing his secret identity, and then ten minutes after everything's all resolved, he loses his secret identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. Also, uh, J. Jonah Jameson being back is pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, Daily Bugle is a website, apparently, like a Alex Jones-esque yeah, thing. Yeah, it totally is. Mm. So that does make me wonder how much the general populace is going to believe it. But man, is it going to put a lot of attention on Peter anyway, regardless. Mm. Yeah. Right? Like, even if people don't believe it, they're going to be watching him super closely anyway. It might be hard for him to do the Spider-Man thing, even if it doesn't generally become considered true. I mean, I think you can use Edith at this point uh, to just be like, delete all versions of that from the internet. I think Edith could do that. Yeah, but it's out. Like, yeah, the theory exists. Enough people saw that live that you can't just disappear it. And if it starts yeah, disappearing and it starts being... This is the... It's the Barbara Streisand effect. Uh, right? Okay, no, okay. I, I think Edith could take down the Daily Bugle, at least. <laughs> and just be like... It goes away. Right? See, but even that, like trying to suppress something can often backfire and just make it more interesting to people at large. Hmm. Maybe. Because they're like, ooh, why is it well, worth okay. suppressing? Why is the Daily okay, Bugle.net down now after saying this, you know? Okay, how about this? Instead, he uses Edith to uh, fake a retraction video and an apology from J. Jenner Jameson. 
and saying that he has maliciously spread false information. I know, but he won't. He's crazy. Jameson's an insane no, no, person. No. Yeah, right. That's why he uses Edith to just hack the site and do it. Like It oh. makes like a CG JJ uh, and Jameson. Hmm. So fight fire with right. fire. Yeah. yeah. I guess the other part of that is that uh, Spider-Man is directly accused of murdering this guy. So that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Mm. Also, Spider-Man. I was... Home cuffs. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> also, I was kind of annoyed that I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, so Spider-Man can swing down from the skyscrapers with this girl around him and drop her on the sidewalk. And everybody's just like, hey, I'm walking here. And just keep walking, right? Mm-hmm. But then I said, well, eh, been- New Yorkers have seen a billion things. They don't care. Yeah, I mean, also Spider-Man might like you know catch someone that fell out of a building or was being robbed and swing away with them. Seeing him put down a random stranger might not be a uncommon experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like it might not be special, right? Like because we're like, oh, it's MJ. He's taking her on a date, swinging around the city. Wouldn't people just be like, hey, who are you and how do you know Spider-Man? And it's like, well, yeah. lots of people have seen Spider-Man put down people. Oh, so maybe they just assumed she was like falling off of a balcony or something and he saved her yeah or being robbed or something yeah 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 yeah. okay i like that that's a good theory because i was thinking like if they know that she's connected to him in some way then she's in danger right because a lot of people want spider-man dead so Mm -hmm. if they think that she is a weak spot then bad times yeah Hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. do you think mysterio is actually dead boy that's again that's the thing when you introduce the unreliable the yeah just the unreliable narration of the thing where you saw this happen but did it really sure anything's possible you know i mean here's the thing because uh peter parker asked is this real and yeah. he just goes all the illusions are down they're all off yeah but that doesn't like and he's really laying there and he might but have like really he didn't been check shot, his but pulse. that doesn't mean he yeah he didn't he maybe he didn't really die <laughs> right like, maybe he's unconscious <laughs> now would be the time for a double tap <laughs> yes, with the gun that you carry. Yeah. Well, he had a gun. Just pick it up. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think Spider-Man gets to shoot people ever. It's kind of a thing of his. Uh, I don't know. You could always mix it up. I don't mind. Hmm. I mean, imagine if he had accidentally hit someone with his electric web and like electrocuted them. Sure, on accident. Right, but no, no, but my point is he carries lethal force. No, his body is a lethal weapon. He can punch people through walls. Like, of course, he can kill people if he wants to. Right. So he could have just smashed Jake Gyllenhaal's head into this concrete. Yeah, just stepped on him a bunch of times. I don't care what aren't, he did. Thrown him in the lake. Yeah, aren't they, like, high up? Can he just, like, knock him yeah. off the edge? They're on a bridge of some sort. Yeah, just throw him through the floor. Just rolls him out the window. <laughs> I mean, I wonder what happened to all the drones. Did they just go back up to the spaceship? Just put him yeah. on a drone. Be like, hold on to this. And like have three or four of them lift him into space where he gets like, sucked into a vacuum. Gets murderized. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not a Spider-Man thing. I don't think they can do that. Hmm. I don't know. Apparently the universe is going to believe it, though, that he really killed uh, the greatest hero that ever was or will be, according to J. Jonah Jameson. Of course they will. That's how this works. That is another Spider-Man thing. People believe J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> well, some people do anyway. Some people. Some yeah. people. Yeah. Not all people. 
How did you feel about the, um, man, I do not know the names of any of the characters. His best friend. Betty and Ned. Thank you. Betty and Ned's European whirlwind romance. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny. Okay, there really was a knock on the door. Oh, good. This time you can make a post credit scene. Okay. And Somicron is back. Man, were you talking the entire time? Because I was going for way longer than I thought I would be. Heck yeah. You will be in for a treat when you listen to it later. <laughs> All right. I'm very excited. Good. Should be. Yep. Yep. So anyway, back to the relationship. Ned and Betty. Did you? I didn't care. Mm. I, I don't know. It was funny at parts, but like I didn't care. Yeah, oh no, you're not supposed to care about it. Oh, good. All That's right. why they break up at the end. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to care about it. Excellent. Also, yeah. I don't know that I care yeah. about Ned all that much. Like, I understand he's Peter's best friend, but like, so? <laughs> I yeah, don't know, man. I mean, you don't, you don't have to care about him. That is uh, his part in the movie. Excellent. Well played. Yeah. <laughs> Did, okay. Did you like the teachers? Uh... <laughs> Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. I thought they were pretty funny. I did. I liked on the plane the one teacher who's like, uh, where was on the plane? It was sometime. He's like, I'd like to offer counseling, uh, mental oh, yeah, health counseling to everybody. I don't have any training in this at all, but I'm uh, willing to try. And it's like, well, you're honest about it at least. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I really liked that. That was funny. Yeah. And then the other teacher who's just like witches. Like everything's witches. It's like, look, man, you're not wrong. Magic exists now. Congratulations. You're on top of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> as a man of science it's witches yes everything yeah. is witches <laughs> uh, yeah. so alright so one thing we haven't talked about is how Peter has all these expectations on him to be the next Iron Man mm -hmm. what does that mean I found myself wondering uh, that so Iron Man I think was like the face of the Avengers okay right? fair and the v Avengers were like the human task force, like the anti-threat thing that uh, people kind of looked up to as like, oh, we have this thing that should there ever be a problem arise, we have these. These are our oh fuck buddy. Like, you, like these guys are going to respond. And, and we hope. Iron Man being the, f and like the, they, they assume that that's now Peter's responsibility to respond. Ah, okay. Yeah. Poor kid. He's their security blanket. Yeah. Man, that scene where he's like, I didn't think I'd have to save the world this summer. And I was like, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I understand. That's a lot of pressure, dude. Yeah. I think that's one of the, like, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal does a really good job as for turning a boring character into really interesting. Yeah. Where he's, like, consulting Peter Parker and stuff. It's, like, really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed the dynamic up until he's, like, evil. Yeah, he turns evil, and then he goes on, like, a 20-minute monologue about all the backstory they didn't give us. And it's like, look, guys, this is really bad. you got to show, not tell. You, I mean, I understand, you're trying. You're making an effort to make it not seem like he's monologuing by putting it into this, like, celebratory party thing that they're having. But he's literally just monologuing about all this stuff. And it mm -hmm. was not great. It was not really well done. No, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I found myself... Because it was a little flashback... It was flashbacks to how these people know each other. Yeah. And why they're bad. Yeah. And how they have this tech. Yeah. And it was clever to bring actors in from previous MCU movies. Mm hmm And tie them into, like, uh, Boff and all that. Yeah. So I you... mean, 
it is kind of like old school Mysterio to be like someone called his tech buff and now he's really mad at the world. Well, there's that. <laughs> it's that, but I it's that it level was, of silly. I thought it was more that Stark misused it. He basically there's all this potential for this tech, and Stark just basically turned it into his own personal therapy machine. Right. Well, I thought he was yeah, more mad I mean, about that. I I think he's mad that it didn't get implanted in other ways. I think yeah. had he not been like crazy and unstable. He would have been totally fine with that implementation, but it was because it was limited to it. Yes. Because it did it. Correct. Yeah. Limited to something that sucks, in his opinion. Yeah. Right. I mean, think about it. If you if somebody had told Steve Jobs that we're going to name the iPhone, you know, shit phone instead of iPhone, uh-huh. yeah, I think he would have been a little upset. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, that alone is not really a reason to become a supervillain, I don't think. Uh, it's not, but when you're, like, I don't know, you something's wrong. You got, like, a couple, more than a couple screws loose. Yeah, that's true. He was a little screw loose before all that anyway. <clears throat> mm-hmm. and like, I understand that Peter was desperate to find somebody else to shove this responsibility onto, but like, he's known Jake for about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But so, in, like, in those 10 minutes, he's seen him <laughs> save multiple cities. He thinks yeah. this is another guy who's always going to step in when the world needs him. Right? Yeah. Because he's really only met a couple of really great heroes at the moment. <laughs> right? Mm. To find meat. Like, he's on a first-name basis with uh, Iron Man and Doctor Strange, right? Like, he's met and spent time with them outside of combat, right? Yeah. You'd think he spent Had a conversation with. Well, you'd think he spent some time with Professor Hulk. I think they'd be friends, right? A little bit? No. No? But they both have a love for science. But he was dead, Spider-Man was dead when Professor Hulk came out, and then yeah. it was like the end of the movie when he came back. Yeah, and they didn't talk. Like they maybe they did, but he's, they never showed it. Them have like well, sure. think about it. Hulk and Spider-Man have never shared a scene. Um, unless you count the end of battle at Endgame. Well, I don't. I don't. Okay, <laughs> that's not them. It's them and everyone else. Because like, like he trades words with Captain Marvel. I, yeah, I like. I'll define it as. Has a conversation with, as in, like, they're the only two people in the moment. Like, yes. one frame. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. He needs, to, he needs to have those relationships. Like, they need to hang out sometimes. Mm-hmm. If he's an Avenger, he needs yeah. to feel like he knows these people on some level. Yep. Okay, that's all. He should have. They're not doing yep. this very well. I totally agree. No. I, I, I don't know. I think they're, it, it's tricky at the moment because, obviously, they want to give Spider-Man that, like... I want to save the world, but I also want to be like a normal dude. Yes. Right? Which which is a great feel and theme to go for for Spider-Man. Totally. But the way where the MCU is at the moment, it's very much like a, we need to have lots of heroes in every movie at the moment just for things to make sense. Like, teams need to work together. So yep. you need to have whoever's left working together to foster that kind of team or dynamic but you can't really just keep doing Avengers movie after Avengers movie. Yeah. Because then you're not really having a Spider-Man movie. And those are expensive, too. you got to have a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking maybe a scene like they had in Endgame where um, Black Widow's at home base and everybody's reporting in. Like, just have one of those where Parker just reports on New York City and how things are going, right? Like, he just has Ooh. a little roundtable meeting Ooh. every week for 10 minutes. It doesn't have to take up much screen time in this movie at all, but it would give us the sense that he's connected. Right. Uh, I think maybe the problem with that is uh, he was already doing that with Happy to report back to Stark. 
And so you could still have him do it, but where Happy now fits in, like, the Avengers shield structure doesn't make sense. All right, like, that's not explained at all, like, no. where he fits in that. Totally not. Yeah. The other thing I'm a little bit annoyed about here for the Spider-Man movie is it's post-snap. Mm-hmm. And they pay a little bit of lip service to it in the first 10 minutes. We're like, okay, well, now these kids that were in sixth grade are now with us in our grade. And it's weird. And mm-hmm. I came home and I, you know, I reappeared and somebody had rented out my apartment because duh. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, but at the same time, we have been producing enough food for 4 billion people. And now there's 8 billion people on the planet. There is mass starvation uh, in the world. There, there isn't mass starvation. Um, and I'll come back to that. But also the movie set eight months after the blip. They'd have food sorted out by then, even if it was a problem. The thing, the reason why it's not a problem is because currently at the moment, there's about eight billion people, but we already produce enough food for 12. Because I, I saw you talking about this in Discord. Yeah. And so I looked it up. I'm like, how much f- f- food production are we making now? And it, it turns out it's around... 12 billion people's worth of food but a lot of it is lost in transport and stuff so you need to overproduce okay um, great so you need to right. overproduce right right but when you half the population you're still left with all the infrastructure left to produce more food than you need yeah but you need people right? to man the infrastructure no, but but you don't because we already use less than one percent of the world's population to produce food so when you half the total population and you still only use 1%, you can make the same amount of food with... Uh, you, you still have more than enough people. <laughs> okay. Right? I mean, And what, whatever's left of governments, right, can easily just be like, all right, we're going to fill those positions very easily because they know it's a critical requirement. It is. Right? It's, a, it's just something that... It's like, oh, yeah, okay, there's not going to be enough food except for all the food that sits in warehouses and stuff because they have like an expiry date of years like giving out free twinkies or something it's not healthy but it's food (laughs) but it's calories yeah yeah right (laughs) i i think it could have been an issue in a more gritty uh universe but not really sure i don't know i mean i get that they're not trying to go for gritty that's not something the mcu has been interested in but like I would just prefer they not dabble around in gritty themes if they're not interested in actually addressing them on anything deeper than a super superficial level. Right. That's all. But I, but uh, it, it was like they dabbled in the gritty theme and then by the end they'd reset it. Like that's, that's the entire point is that it's not gritty, but even yeah. when something massive happens, like even then. They like, don't really explore it. Yeah, it's fine. I get it. Yeah. I get what they're doing. But mm-hmm. just, uh, yeah. Just annoyed me I, a bit. I mean, all. I mean, the amount of corn a single person can produce now with factory, uh, like fact, uh, factories, tractors and whatnot, right? Like you could have fed America just on corn, right? You guys yeah. make so much corn. Yeah, and the federal government pays farmers in America not to grow food, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it does confirm that there would have been a lot of people. Uh, who got unsnapped and like been in the air with no plane and just yeah. fell to their deaths. <laughs> that, totally. I, yeah. Like I felt bad for the guy playing the trumpet who got hit by a baseball, uh, basketball. Like, yeah. That looked rough. Like, imagine falling from 30,000 feet. Yeah. There's a bunch of people that were in planes. 
or like on mm-hmm. a boat or like in a car. Like there are just a lot of ways this could go. There's a lot of people who would have just been sti- who would have been sitting in their car doing 120 on the highway, who are now just sitting there and are about to be hit by a car. Yeah, at the very mm-hmm. least, they get crazy road rash. <laughs> the very least, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. Oh, crap. There was one more thing. What was it about the movie? Nope. Lost it. It's gone. Okay. It's All gone. Right. Well, good. Mm. Anything else you want to cover for the film? No, I think I'm all right. Okay, cool. I think I'm, I think I'm good. All right. Well, thank you for spending another hour of your day with us as we discuss, you know, TV shows and more TV shows and movies like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, if you enjoyed it, consider supporting us on the Patreon. A link in the show notes. Also, you can catch us uh, on the merch store. You can get Falcon Paladin and Falcon Paladin Hour stuff there. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging with us, and you take care of yourself. Uh, man, this is a lot of pressure having a post credit scene. But, um, so... Post post credits. Be sure to check out the merch. We've got that, and there is a Patreon page for the podcast. And also, if uh, you're interested in doing the Patreon thing, there are different rewards that you can get, like money off on the merch store. And in other news, oh, I'm gonna sneak in a quick sports minute while Samacron's not listening. Uh, Women's World Cup. That was great. The U.S. women's team won the whole thing. That's their fourth time in like 20 years, which is amazing because the, well, fourth time in uh, 30 years, 30 years, which is amazing because the World Cup's only four years, uh, looked pretty good doing it too. It was close in the last couple of games there, but that's what soccer is all about, just close finishes. They were good. They looked great, and it was good. I mean, they're favored to win the whole thing, so it's not this like crazy underdog story at all. The men's team for the U.S. is not nearly as good or respected which is unfortunate. And I really do tend to think that's just because uh, largely most of the countries don't really respect women's abilities to play sports. So they don't fund women's soccer in a lot of other countries. They do in some like England, Germany, France, European countries for sure. But a lot of like Africa, South Africa, Asia just aren't as into funding female sports. And that includes soccer. So there's not as much competition, I don't think, for the female um, soccer World Cup thing. Whereas for the men's, like every country on earth is interested in being competitive for the World Cup. So that's who you're that's who you're fighting with if you're trying to win a World Cup is every country on earth, basically. But anyway, still pretty amazing. Winning a World Cup, regardless, is an amazing accomplishment. Worked you know, people work really hard on it and go USA. It is always nice to get a major victory on the world stage for the United States, even though again, not really the underdogs, but that's okay. Take what you get. Uh, in other news, the NBA offseason continues to be insane. It continues to have just players moving all over the place. I mean, we had what? We had Anthony Davis going to the Lakers. We had Kawhi Leonard going from Toronto, where he just won a title, to the Los Angeles Clippers, which nobody's ever done. Nobody's ever won a title for a team and then, like, just gone elsewhere. They always resign. They always stay with their contract. So Kawhi is a weird dude, man, but he just turned the Clippers into a contender and did manage to get Paul George to come with him. Paul George who had two years left on his contract at OKC, who demanded a trade. And OKC was like, all right. And they got a lot for him. They got about seven draft picks. 
They got some cash considerations. They got a couple players. I mean, it was a major haul for OKC and probably something they were okay with. They recognized they weren't going to be able to compete this year or the next year. Um, so, I mean, it was fine with OKC. They didn't have a problem with it at all. But, yeah, so we've got this minor super team with Kawhi and Paul George and Los Angeles Clippers. Los Angeles Lakers have LeBron and AD. Uh, the Jazz have a really nice Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Bogdanovich, and Gobert team, which is going to be pretty awesome. I do think the Jazz have a pretty good chance to make it to at least the Western Conference Finals this year, if not make it to the Finals. It's that wide open. It's the first time since like 2009 I feel like who's going to win the title is that wide open as it is now. So it's nice. I'm really excited for the season. I'm going to watch a lot of games. There's a lot of good teams out there. you got Kyrie. For the Nets, you have an injured Kevin Durant in Brooklyn there too with him. Not sure if he's going to be uh, if he's going to be involved at all this season. I don't think he is. The Achilles is a, a long time to come back from. You got the Warriors kind of lurking there. Obviously, Clay's out to probably February, and then Steph's there, but he can't really carry the team all by himself. It never really has been able to. So once Clay and Steph do their thing, then it might be interesting for the playoffs next spring. But until then, it's just going to be really, it's going to be a dogfight every night in the NBA. There's not going to be a prohibitive favorite, and it's going to be fantastic. 